This ad is sponsored by Light with Purpose, a candle company fueled by faith to empower people and inspire connections through every purposefully poured candle. Check out their latest collection at lightwithpurpose.com. Also, be sure to use promo code LIGHTGANG, all one word, that's L-I-G-H-T GANG, for 15% off your next purchase. I imagine, you know, you were weighing that balance, like, what's more important? Am I more important or how the culture right. is the culture more important tradition yeah. and like tra- right for whole family like literally no like everybody everybody it was like you against everyone literally yep. felt like that it's like you against the whole entire ancestry mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> because you ultimately you just you were in a situation mm-hmm. that you were like groomed into mm-hmm. you were yeah. groomed into that um, unbeknownst to you, but mm-hmm. you thought you were doing what you were supposed to do. Right. And it, the way that I, I'm hearing it, it's more of a cultural duty than it is a, a fulfilling of self and fulfilling yeah. of life and ultimately, you know, reflecting God and reflecting Christ. Right. Absolutely. I would say in Nigerian culture, the, the love aspect comes later. Mm. They're like, oh, you can grow into that. And that's what I was thinking. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> that's what I was thinking we would do. I'm like, okay, oh, I know okay. we're not there now, but, you know, we, we'll eventually grow into that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you needed to have some, like, even <laughs> like the person as a baby. Yeah. Like a bare yeah. minimum, yeah. you know? Because you yeah. never had the opportunity to practice. Right. And he, and that I'm was guessing, more so, oh, I mean, like, my sister, my older sister dated, for mm-hmm. sure. So... Um, it it was more me trying to okay be the good little girl and you know be in my books and da 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 to get the you know the medical degree and whatever. With me having to relearn, reprocess, rethink what sex was, that was like taking a part of my identity away. Just because you may need to seek help or you may be in transition and things may not be right, that doesn't necessarily mean that your marriage is bad. Marriage is a roller coaster ride that never ends. From the twists of having children to the turns of overly involved parents or the highs of buying a new home to the lows of unexpected lifestyle changes. Marriage is dope, but let's be honest, fam. Marriage really be tiring. Welcome to the Left Hand Gang Podcast, hosted by Jazz and Spoon. Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? It's the Left Hand Gang. What up, gang? Hey, girl. Hey. Guess what? You fine. <laughs> Thank you. You is fine. Appreciate yes, it. I won. I won. I was thinking about April 28th, 2018. Was it 18? Or 19? No, it was 17. 17. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that day. For y'all who, for those of you who don't know, that mm-hmm. was the day I proposed, and uh, I was like, "Man, I did good, like <laughs> real good." It's so funny that girl is not the same girl that I am today. I know. I didn't even know I married this person today. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I married April twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, July 13th. Yeah, technically, yeah. But like, yeah, I proposed. And those are two different people, by the way. They, you know, the what? person I proposed to and the person I married. Was I even taking God serious? I mean, yeah, because that's why I, I think proposed. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had just, yeah, I, I kind of just got on that. Yeah, yeah. And we started taking. That's crazy. The person, the people that we proposed to, and then the people that we marry are still two different people. And then down the line. And then throughout the marriage, they're a different person. 
Wow. Man, I ain't even know. I'm who glad was I going went there. up though, and I didn't back. Yeah, didn't yeah, back. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were some times you were stagnant though. Wait a minute. I was too. Wait. Nah, I, what? I was stagnant. Yeah, you was just stagnant. Huh. I was too though. Hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to like. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. But I didn't go back though. You did not. I go didn't back. go back. I didn't go back. You did not go back. So you fine. You fine too, baby. Thank you. How you living? I'm living okay. I'm tired, bro. Like. Yeah. Saturday, I don't know what it is about Saturdays now. Like, they used to be like, let's go, let's do all the mm-hmm. things and get in the street. And it's like... And you won't even go to the curb. <laughs> and won't. I just want to leave my pajamas on and, <laughs> and get on this couch. That's, yeah, so, that's funny. I'm prepping for Sunday because, you know, Sunday is like a whole event yeah, for us. When you work in ministry, event. Sundays are... It's an event. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Um, It's a blessing. It is. It is. It is a lot. So... Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm mm. tired, but I'm like, I'm okay. Where yeah, you, uh, you know, same old. You know, juggling eight things. Yeah, the you usual. Know, the same analogy I keep using. You know, glass balls and rubber. Mm-hmm. Just juggling, making sure I don't drop the glass ones. <laughs> yeah, I can drop the rubber ones. They're gonna bounce back up. Right. But the glass ones, they're gonna shatter. So uh, I need you to catch those. Yeah, me too. For your family's sake. Yeah. Well, if I gotta catch them for me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm one of the glass ones. I can't drop meat. <laughs> so yeah, same old. That's where I is. Um, wow. <sighs> Who do we have with us today? We have Sika with us today. We have Madam CEO, aka Sika <laughs> Lawson, in the Ay. building. How nice are you? To be here, good. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. Of course, girl. Thanks for yes. coming on short okay. notice too. Well, no, 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 no. We rescheduled. So yeah, we had to reschedule. Right yeah, but... we had to reschedule a little bit. See, so you pull your mic. So just... y'all pulled me in. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You pull your mic up a little bit, just sure. a little bit. Yep. There you go. You good? Yep. That's good. So, um, who are you? Where are you from? What sets you claim? What you do? Where you be at? Who your people? I so many different ways I can go with that, but (laughs) I am first and foremost a believer in the Most High God. Let's go. Um, with that, that kind of trickles down into everything else. Mm -hmm. I am a mother of three beautiful princesses, (laughs) um, sister daughter friend turn up sis you know <laughs> brunching girl Brunch. okay um, i love it <laughs> and aside of that i am really passionate about the black community mm-hmm. so that kind of trickles into one of my passions is building a bridge between us in the diaspora and mm-hmm. us on the continent i feel like we're all cut from the same cloth mm-hmm. um, i'm a nigerian togolese nigerian i'm first generation so my mm-hmm. parents are from Togo and Nigeria. Okay. Um, grew up in Minnesota. Don't ask me why. Yeah, okay. Um, it's like fine. A Nigerian of, in listen, Minnesota. Like, okay. Them don't go They together. needed to be where the heat was. Right. So right. they went to the snow. Um, <laughs> I did my 22 years mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. ran as far south as I could. And that pretty much um, is a nutshell, I guess, of who I am. Man, so how how did that Minnesota Nigerian dynamic like? How was that? What was that like? Was it a lot of y'all up there? Um, you know, there's more now. There was a handful in the beginning, mm-hmm. so we all knew each other. So we're right, all yeah. of course, we're all we family. Had to band together, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, find some heat and you know, come together. <laughs> um, but 
it it was a good community. It was a good place. It's a great place to grow up. Actually, I would mm. say that. Mm. Okay. Um, okay, it's a real like hometown feel. Okay, um, a lot of homey people, homebodies. What else do we do? There's mm. can't go outside <laughs> for <laughs> right. It's just outside of the three months of the year. Right. So. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, yeah, it was a it's a good upbringing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Um, so like, what 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 do you do? Like, what do you like? What do you plantation work or passion work? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we okay, have let's free. talk about it. <laughs> so okay, so plantation work. I shouldn't call that. I shouldn't claim that. No, but it's okay. um, hey, you know what I do is a day to day job. I'm a user experience uh, designer and researcher. So oh, you smart. Uh, you good with technology? Be, I try to be. Um, that's really just enhancing digital projects, making sure they're user-friendly and, um, optimized with whatever end user that the client wants. Passion work. Mm -hmm. I'm the founder of Macola. Uh, Macola is really a bridge, like I said, for the global black community to Mm -hmm. come together via commerce community and knowledge. So Mm -hmm. it's a resource hub for black entrepreneurs, but at the same time, it's also a marketplace where you can shop products. All of your favorite products from small black owned businesses worldwide. So that's dope. That's a nutshell of what that is. Yeah. That's dope. So she's smart. Mm-hmm. Real smart. Like real smart. Like super smart. Or I get by. <laughs> get, I she fake get, smart. She gets by <laughs> with intelligence. She gets by with intelligence. Right, right, right. She gets by. But she also is very passionate about the black community. Like what yeah. pushed that? What's the driving force behind that? Oof. So it's funny. And I shouldn't say this out loud, but in the beginning, growing up, mm-hmm. um, again, being Nigerian, I there was a difference between, you know, uh, Nigerians or Africans and Black Americans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you yep. know, I grew up not really liking Black Americans mm-hmm. okay. um, for a little bit. I think more so I wasn't accepted. I felt like I wasn't accepted. I got the mm-hmm. whole African booty scratcher yep. type thing mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, go back to Africa type thing growing up. So there was always that division. Mm-hmm. But it's not until um, I got older, going to college, like I was cool. You know, we were always cool because there wasn't that many black people in Minnesota mm-hmm. in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I went to a predominantly white school. So we all had to get together yeah. Yeah. just for numbers sake. But <laughs> even with that, like we knew, okay, if you're African, you really stay with the Africans mm-hmm. and vice versa. So, um, but in college, same thing in college, it wasn't really until 2020 that I got, I would say, I don't even know what to call it. Um, just kind of like a fresh wind. Mm-hmm. It was a lockdown. I had a lot of time to spend in the scriptures Mm -hmm. and just uncovering kind of, okay, you know, bloodlines don't die. Who are the modern day Mm -hmm. kind of descendants of all these groups in the Bible? Mm -hmm. So um, with that, uh, I I believe the spirit just kind of unraveled things to me. And I said earlier, we're all cut from the same cloth. So Mm -hmm. that's really what it was. So I'm like, dang, we're all the same people. They've had us in division all these years. Right. Um, we really, and you know, a house divided against itself can't stand. Right. And that's really what they've tried to do. So that really started the passion for me to say, we need to come together. Mm-hmm. We're really family, mm-hmm. you know? And um, that's what, that's when McCola was birthed was in 2020 wow. um, from mm-hmm. that experience. And then, you know, I love I love all y'all. Like yeah. I love us. You yeah. Know? So yeah. um that's really kind of what's been my driving force since mm-hmm. then is really coming together. Um 
for Black people, I feel like abundance is our birthright. And I think we've gone far from that. And I'm trying with whatever gifts and talents within me to push us back to that place. I love that. Mm. I love that. Mm. I was going to let you jump in. if you <laughs> I, I was waiting on you because I don't have it all. It reminds me of someone in the Bible. I don't think it's Paul, but it was... Someone, he went up to pray or something. He was spending time with God. And then um, basically God, that's where he learned like Gentiles also can receive from God. And what you eat doesn't defile you. Um, I can't remember. I am sorry. You put together like five Bible scriptures or Bible stories. So I didn't know which. <laughs> it's a person. And the, it was just the revelation that he got. And mm-hmm. it reminded me of her story. I'm going to get it later. More than likely, it was probably Paul. He was probably mm-hmm. one of them because he talked about that. Right. I mean, even Jesus, you know, he said yeah, it's yeah. not what you eat, not what's on the inside that defiles you, yeah. but yeah. what comes out is mm-hmm. what defiles So, yeah. But in a nutshell, I got, I got, I almost, I'm go find it. Yeah, yeah, go find it. Go find <laughs> it. Ooh, watch your face. It's a whole microphone right there. <laughs> I really love how it's like you going through your own, I guess, um, deliverance, really. Mm-hmm. Your own deliverance story is what birthed the entrepreneurial endeavor because mm-hmm. you saw the need. Mm-hmm. And I really think that's important whenever we're talking about like purpose yeah. and whatnot. Because a lot of people, you know, they ask that question, what is my purpose? But you can't really find a purpose, I believe, until you walk through deliverance mm-hmm. That's because good. you really have an understanding of, you know, what are some issues that I'm dealing with? What are some right. things that I'm working through? What are some areas in me that I need to probably let go of, right. yeah. even if they're good? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's funny. <clears throat> so I'm not new to entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but the purpose is the key thing because mm-hmm. this is the first venture I I would say I've had that I have that passion. That's mm-hmm. really the fire, be- you know, mm-hmm. beneath it all. So, I mean, I feel like I've been hustling since I've been out the womb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my name, my name means money. It means gold. So I feel really? like it, it okay. matters what you name your children. Yep. Yes. I just have that natural affinity for it. But, um, I saw my mom, she had her, you know, nine to five job, but she also hustled on the side. She did hair mm-hmm. on the weekends. So that's really where that entrepreneurship bug got in me and I saw how you know there were times where maybe my dad didn't have a job and she had to the side job Mm -hmm. helped us stay afloat Mm -hmm. so even that is something that I feel like we need to be self-sustaining and have our own businesses I'm big Mm -hmm. on entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and if there's any talent that anybody has you can monetize that you know you can turn that Mm -hmm. into a little side hustle or side gig or something to help you know stay afloat and then that can be birthed into a larger business venture if you if you choose. I know mm-hmm. not everybody wants to be, but um, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things I'm really passionate about, getting people to turn their passions into profit. Mm-hmm. So you working with, you haven't been an entrepreneur. <sighs> I got to ask this question. And you have it, this passion for us as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really <laughs> cooperate with, other, with each other mm-hmm. when it comes to entrepreneurship. We want the discount. Yep. We want the family discount. We want to, you know, (laughs) we, you know, we, we have the tendency to feel entitled to each other's Mm -hmm. gifts, each other's things. And so how, how does that, you know, really impact, you know, you and what you're trying to do for the community? For me personally, I don't do the family discounts. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. ask for them. 
pay me what you're worth. You know, mm-hmm. I'll pay you what you're worth and you mm-hmm. pay me what I'm worth. Yeah. So I, I setting this up really where, I mean, if people want to offer it, that's cool. But the price is what the price is. Right. You know? right. And we as a community have to learn to respect that because we're not going to, you know, the Chinese or the Indians and asking for discounts up mm-hmm. the front. Yeah. So um, we need to have that same level of love and respect for each other because, I mean, that's that's our businesses. Mm-hmm. That's our livelihood at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. No, that's so real because I, I deal with that sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I do a lot of different things from DJing, podcast, whatever it is. And it's like, hey, bro, can you? I'm like, dog, do you know how long it took me <laughs> to learn this stuff? Yeah. You know how long it took me to get as good as I have been? Um, or to be as efficient with my workflow. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to tell people a lot of times, like, yo, people went to school for the things that they do. Yeah. So you have to be able to keep that in mind. Like, they're they're the expert in this right. in comparison to you. Right. You don't know, but you know you need the service. Right. So, you know, how... And it's like, Dare know you. your worth and then add tax. Right. People don't, really, <laughs> right. people don't really know the yeah. education, the time that it took to train. They just see the end product. That's and that's it. what they want the discount. And it's like, bro, so. yeah. you you don't, the price that you, that I'm giving you is not for the 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> that it took me to figure it yeah, out. It's true. the 30 plus years yes, yes, to yes. be efficient enough to yeah. do it in 10 minutes. Exactly. That's what you're paying for. Yeah. yeah. You said you help, you um, you mentioned something about like you help people to see that. So do you have like um, in Macola, do you have, am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Macola, yeah. Um, do you have a process where you're helping build other entrepreneurs or something like that? So yes. So okay. There's a resource hub um, that's being built essentially where people can go for trainings, certifications eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we'll eventually partner with like where you can get federal grants and things like that. So there are going to be courses where people can take or, you know, the podcast where people can just glean information from other mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and help their journey. So that's, that's dope. Yeah, that's going to be. That's really good. And, and you're not doing else. that by yourself. You're partnering with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no <child. laughs> you also said something that I thought was really good. You talked about how having a side hustle, it doesn't always have to be this huge business. Mm-hmm. And when we think about entrepreneurship, I know I've been guilty of this. It's like, it's not successful unless like it's this huge thing that right. maybe I can leave my nine to five for. And I think, you know, sometimes that may not be our course and that's okay but it can Mm -hmm. still be something like you said it could be extra money Mm -hmm. it could be a temporary thing to hold you afloat um and so that was really that's very profound to me i never thought of it that way Mm -hmm. and in today's economy i mean you need something you do because baby groceries are I mean, you got to sell an arm and a leg. Like, just the basics. The salmon is nineteen dollars. The right. salmon, girl, the salmon. Oh, yeah. yeah, I ain't even been over there. See, so I, I stopped eating salmon for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, got to fast from that. Right. One. <laughs> you see, we done moved. We mm-hmm. took that off already. Yeah, it's yeah. Off, it's off the normal grocery list. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a really good perspective. It, it is. So, how do you juggle it being a single mom of three? <laughs> Well, I say that I'm a mother who is single, mm. not okay. a single mom. Um, they have a very active father. Okay. 50-50 custody. So I do have a week off. So we switch one week on, one week mm. off. So mm. um, when it's my week on, I'm on with the kids. And mm. I know my productivity is like trash during that <laughs> week. Um, the week's off is when I really grind. I stay up all night and get things done. So mm. I'm trying to make up for the lost week in a week's time. Mm. So I have my favorite, a special drink, you know, I'm good. Yeah. 
But yeah. Man. I like that verbiage. What made you flip it that way? Yeah. Because I feel like single moms, the connotation is that they're doing everything else and they don't have, uh, the child doesn't have a father. They don't have help. Mm -hmm. So I do have help. Um, Thankfully, their father is very involved in their lives. Uh, We co-parent very well. I mean, we can get into that later, but Mm -hmm. we co-parent very well. Um, And my current relationship status is single. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing it by myself. I have, mm-hmm. I have help. I have people with me. So. Stand out from the crowd by being yourself because everyone else is taken. Icy brand is dedicated to empowering individuals to express their unique creativity and explore the world through fashion that inspires adventure, curiosity, and self-discovery. Head over to icybrand.com and use our code ICYGANG, that's I-C-Y-Y, GANG, for 10% off your next order. Stay icy. I don't think I've heard that said so beautifully. You know, you right. said we, co-p- we co-parent well and we can get into that. Let's go. Let's let's talk about that. Was that a journey or? Um, I would say our entire marriage union. I call it a wedlock. Okay. okay. Emphasis on lock, but okay. <laughs> okay. Besides the point. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but our entire. So I married. Um, I was married for seven years, and it was a union really that I should not have gotten into in okay. hindsight, um, and. Should we? Go, should I just? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, you can cut that part out. Oh, but good. um, so how initially? And this is a story, y'all. This is okay. a story. Okay, we, we here. We, this we is love a good story. story, story. I'm trying to see how I can. Not you cross the ledge. <laughs> <I'm ready. laughs> When, when I start seeing the legs shake yeah. like this, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing the most. Okay, We're ready. Well, you are good. I'm gonna relax. Let's go. So. I'm again Nigerian, mm-hmm. huge part of my upbringing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, in our culture, you're not supposed to date until you're married. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not supposed to date until you're married. But right. y'all do anyway, though, right? People do, yeah. But mm-hmm. when when I say you're not supposed to date until you're married, they don't want to see any boyfriends. Yeah, really, oh, okay. Dating is not real. I mean, nowadays it may be different, but when I was growing up in my household, I can speak for mm-hmm. we weren't really, you know, supposed to be mm-hmm. dating. We're supposed to be in the books. Which I was. That's why she's really smart. Right, See? right. See? Which I was. But um, be in the books and then, okay, when you get your your bachelor's degree, where's your MRS degree? That's mm-hmm. kind of the notion. Mm-hmm. So they just want to see the end guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't date throughout college or wow. high school. I talked to people, but it wasn't in an official yeah. relationship. Um, I was... On the path of med school, I actually went to med school and then God delivered me out, thankfully. <laughs> God delivered he, me No, out. he delivered me out. <laughs> Praise him because I did not want to be a doctor. I just wanted mm. the title. Mm. But um, so he delivered me out. So I w- went back to Minnesota and I sounded so Minnesotan there. You, guys you did. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, I can't. I knew w- what he told me while I was in med school is you're pursuing an idol and you're wasting your life. Mm. Mm. That was the first time I audibly heard him speak to me. Wow. Mm. So much so I turned around to see if anybody else in the room could hear it. And, you know, everybody was heads down studying. So I'm like, oh, okay, this this must be God. Yeah. You know, so I had crazy peace about it, which I knew it was him at that point. So I left. I went back to Minnesota. And Minnesota spiritually isn't 
you know, it's not like the South. Mm-hmm. Okay. Having lived here, I can say that. So I'm like, I'm not going to grow and hear, learn how to hear him because I done wasted all these years doing something I had no business doing. Um, so I was really on the path of like, okay, what does God want me to do mm-hmm. with my life? So went back. I was like, okay, I can't stay in Minnesota. I was really trying to be in the DMV because that's where the fine men were at. Okay. <laughs> I've heard. They were. <laughs> what you mean? Baby. I, I said, I heard. Well, uh-huh. I ain't seen them. <laughs> I just said, I heard. Baby, that's what they sure. be saying. Listen, sure. <laughs> I was trying to be in the DMV. Um, so I applied to over 100 jobs. Oh, wow. There. Uh, my sister was moving to Dallas at the time. So I'm like, let me just, you know, apply Tag to these two little, two little jobs just in case, uh-huh. you know, just as a throw state. But I was really trying to get out there. Didn't hear back from any of those hundred plus jobs. What? I know about got that life. Got accepted or got the offer for both of those two jobs <laughs> in Dallas. So I'm like, okay, Lord. Okay, God. Wow. Make okay. it even more clear. Why don't you? Okay. So you want yeah. me in the South. Yeah. I don't like the heat because, you know, I'm, I'm used to my cold yeah. at yeah. this point. Minnesota. Yeah. So I, I moved to Dallas um, and it's been a blessing since um, I learned, I grew in hearing how to hear him. I grew in other giftings I didn't even know I had. Um, he really gave me a really good community here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a good journey. So back to the husband thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like living my best little life. In the South. In yeah. the South. Mm-hmm. I'm a Southern belle at this point. You know? <laughs> Can't tell you nothing. Can't tell me nothing. With my little, y'all love sweet tea down here. With mm-hmm. my and do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We went to D.C. once and they didn't even have it. And I was yeah. like, what? Y'all got no sweet tea? <laughs> no, I said sweet tea. Like, and they were like. <laughs> we have sugar. Yeah. Like, uh. Okay. Add that to the lemonade. That's what we do. But <laughs> um, so living honestly my best little life um, when I moved down here, and there was a conference where I met my um, ex husband at, and then I was moving to Houston for my master's. So he lived in Houston at that time. We met here in Dallas. Okay. Um, and I knew he was filling me, but I wasn't really filling him. But I was like, okay, well, you know, when I Finally moved to Houston. He was being helpful, um, helping me, you know, find good places in the neighborhood to live in. Because Houston. Mm, yeah. I don't know that much about Listen, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need to say. Yeah, okay. That's, that's all we need to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Houston, period. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I had flashbacks. But <laughs> PTSD is real. <laughs> PTSD is real. I had flashbacks. So, anywho. Um, so, long story short. He asked if I would be his girlfriend, and I agreed because I didn't have the experience. I felt behind coming from mm-hmm. how I was raised. Um, and when he, I agreed, this phone, this was a phone conversation. He was like, okay, great. I would like for you to meet my parents. And I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of soon. I was yeah. thinking it's going to be a few months. Right. <laughs> At least a couple weeks. Listen. So this was a, a midnight call, right? Oh, oh, okay. And then he's like, great, they're coming into town today. I'd like for you to meet them. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he's yeah. Nigerian? He's Nigerian. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, six hours later, I was... <laughs> <laughs> Not six how long y'all been together? Yeah. Two hours? <laughs> how, well, how long had like y'all been like talking, if you will? At that point, it was a week. Wow. One that moved week. really fast. And not okay. even... It, w- it was extremely fast. It was... The week I moved to Houston. <laughs> so it's not even a real week. It's not, right. It's not even a real week. Uh-huh. It's like a work week, you know, five yeah. days. But um, so went to his home. His mom was, you know, there singing her little songs, cooking, mm-hmm. you know, her little breakfast. And 
at the end of that conversation, met his parents, obviously. And the dad was like, we don't do boyfriend, girlfriend in our family. This is for marriage. But how do you get to marriage? I don't even know your son's favorite color, though. (laughs) I just learned his last name last week. What's his middle name? (laughs) Wow. I didn't know him. So they... And another thing in our culture that I think that was a big contributor was there's a huge level of respect you have to give your elders. elders. You don't talk back. Mm-hmm. Um, they're right, even if they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, you have to have that reverence for them. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say anything. Yeah. In my mind, I was like, this <laughs> yeah. is hella fast. <laughs> like, I don't, even, yeah. I don't even know your son at all. I won't go there. But mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I wasn't really feeling your son like that, you know. So um, and he's a great guy. Let me just say that he's a great guy, a great father for for the girls. But um, so that was that. So that kind of set the pace the following day. So this is like 48 hours later. I'm being introduced via text message. I see all these numbers in a mass text message as the newest member of the family. So I felt kind of sucked in. Yeah. and I mean, I didn't say I didn't object, but the entire time my spirit was at war with me. Like mm-hmm. this doesn't feel right. This how do you right. how do you talk to your sister? Because you have sisters. I do. Do you how do you talk to your sisters or parents? No. Well, I talked to my dad. Uh-huh. Me and my dad are close. Uh, my dad wasn't having it. He's like, mm-hmm. "This is too fast." But one thing with me, I'm I look very confident, and I can make things. I think I can fix anything mm-hmm. or do anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. Well, you know, I do want that ring, though. You know, yeah. I do want the uh, the wedding. And that's another issue in our culture. I feel like a lot of people are preparing for the wedding day and not the actual marriage. marriage. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot more emphasis in being put on that. the wedding day. So that's what I was looking forward to. Mm. The wedding day and my rock, which mm-hmm. I had a beautiful rock. <laughs> a rose gold, beautiful rock. But so I was like, okay, I can fix this later. Mm. I felt like this is something I could fix yeah. later. And it's and that's terrible to say you shouldn't fix anybody. Yeah, you know, I should have. It should be a situation where you're accepting the person, loving the person as they are. Yeah. But for me, it was like, okay, this is gonna be a whole builder bear boy. Like I'm yeah. gonna change <laughs> this, do this, da, 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 yeah, which is terrible to say. So yeah. That's that's how that started. Um, the wedding happened. It it was just I wasn't at peace the entire time, but I proceeded. Um, we had children right away, started having children right away. Um, and year two is when I knew I wanted out for real, for real. Mm. I told my mom, my mom, you know, discouraged me against mm-hmm. it. So at this point, we just had two kids. Um, my health was starting to take a beating at this point mm. just because you're not in alignment. Yeah. Know? So um, had the two kids and then I was thinking, okay. Because me and my ex, we we never got along. Like, we were together total 10 years. Mm. We never developed a friendship as a base level, mm. like a foundation. Like, mm. to this day, he's, you know, respectfully no friend of mine at all. Um, and going back to the co-parenting, it's really a transaction between us. Mm. Like, um, he, the whichever parent has a child, children will drop them off at school. The other parent will pick them up, start their week. We have a little kind of duffel bag type mm. situation. Mm. We drop anything at the door. We text that it's at the door and that's it. So that, you know, that's that's sad, I would say, after, you know, a whole decade gone. But um, it is what it is. Mm. But um, mm. for the wedding or the marriage, um, where was I? At year two, I wanted out. 
Um, we started having kids. So me and my ex, we didn't get along. And then me and his mom, his mom, really, his parents, we didn't mm-hmm. really get along. Um, and that that was just a lot of friction. So I was starting to plan my my exit mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, the mo- the parents, the mom in particular, was a major stressor in the marriage. So I was like, you know, we're all going to see our maker one day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'll just wait until her time comes. <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah, yeah. You know, God mm-hmm. forbid anything, but yeah. respectfully. But um, they've been blessed with some good genes. They, they yeah. live long. They live long. Long in the family. Okay. Mm. Long life has been their yeah. portion okay. in my household, you know. Uh-huh. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to be here for a minute. So then I was like, okay, I'll wait till my girls are 18 and, you know, yeah. then I'll leave. But at that point, my health was at such a bad place. I'm like, I may not even make it there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was when um, I had to silence everybody out because this was really by year five. Mm-hmm. Um, all parents knew I wasn't happy. I wanted out. Um, you know, divorce is frowned upon in our yeah. culture. Yeah. Even in Christianity, God hates divorce. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. everything that was always being harped on me. Um, so I struggled with that for like two, three years, whether to get out or just yeah. to, you know, this is the bed I made it. Let me lay in it. So it it was at that point where my health, I was like, okay, I need to be here to take care of these kids. At that time, I was the main one taking care of the kids. Mm. Um, so I need to be here for them. So then silenced everyone out and um, made my exit. But mm. Man. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's crazy. You just, it's like, you wake up one day and it's like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single day. I'm thinking about, like, as I was listening to your story, thank you for sharing that, yeah, by the way. Um, I want to know more about, like, what was that like for you? Because were, were you going to church? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm thinking, I don't know how to put it into words, but as a woman, to just go through the motions and, like, how are you living, friend? Like, how are you doing that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't good. So I wasn't really living. Mm. I, I would say I was existing. Mm. Um, even people who knew me before and knew me during, they're like, Sika, you've become a shell of yourself. Mm. And I felt like literally my body was there. And that's one thing I really struggled with, especially as the kids were getting older. I really was trying to stay present with them because mm. my mind was always either in rumination thinking, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. That was a big thing for me because Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a good control on situations in my life and I put myself in this situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Sika, you know, how did you slip up this bad, like to get in this situation? (laughs) Like, sis, like, how did we get here? So rumination was a big thing for me that I was trying to get over just to stay present and be engaged with the kids. Um, But I wasn't really living at that Mm -hmm. time. I Mm -hmm. wasn't any... Anything, I had more peace and solace outside of the house than I did in, which was terrible. I wasn't running the streets now, but like just with friends, anything like to get me outside of the house, I had more peace there because I can actually feel as if I was like engaged and living and, you know, things like that. Man, the, I'm really curious about like the strength to really push back, um, push back on the culture even Mm -hmm. like because I imagine you know you were weighing that balance like what's more important am I more important or 
how the culture right. is the culture more important tradition yeah. and like tra- right her whole family like literally no like everybody everybody it was like you against everyone literally yeah. felt like that it's like you against the whole entire ancestry <laughs> right <laughs> Because you ultimately you just you were in a situation that you were like groomed into. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. groomed into that. Um, unbeknownst to you, but mm-hmm. you thought you were doing what you were supposed to do. Right. And it the way that I, I'm hearing it, it's more of a cultural duty than it is a, a fulfilling of self and fulfilling yeah. of life and ultimately, you know, reflecting God and reflecting Christ. Right. Absolutely. I would say in Nigerian culture. The, the love aspect comes later. Mm. They're like, oh, you can grow into that. And that's what I was thinking. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> that's what I was thinking we would do. I'm like, okay, oh, I know okay. we're not there now, but you know, we will eventually grow into that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you needed to have some, like even <laughs> like the person as a baby, <laughs> yeah. like a bare yeah. minimum, yeah. you know? Because you yeah. never had the opportunity to practice. Right. And he, and that I'm was guessing, more so, I mean, like my sister, my older sister dated for mm-hmm. sure. So um it it was more me trying to okay be the good little girl and you know be in my books and da da to get the you know the medical degree and whatever so yeah and he had that same mindset too i'm guessing like the tradition mm-hmm. of yeah, how absolutely. things go he did yeah yep yep so what what advice or what would you share um, from your experience for any part of that it could be dating while in college cuz we we our listeners are um, we have singles, we have married, we have divorced, we have like yeah. literally everything. And um, we have young, we have seasoned. Yeah. Uh, so any at any part of that journey, um, anything that you want to share? Yeah. Your takeaway? I would say definitely take the time to date. And to date doesn't mean you have to sleep with anybody. Okay. Yeah, make that Come clear on. Take the time to date. Dating is for data. Oh, See if this Come person on. is actually who you even like do you mm. does he align with you i'm big on purpose so if our purpose and our vision isn't even aligned mm-hmm. like i i would absolutely submit to you but i need to know where you're going mm. i'm not going to submit to you blindly yeah. so um you have to be a man of vision mm. so just see if you guys are aligned um take the time to know yourself being single is okay you know know mm-hmm. yourself love yourself first and foremost i can say even back then Maybe I struggled with that a little bit. Um, I won't go into that, but I struggled with that a little bit. So I think that also was the reason why I accepted. Mm Because I'm like, okay, this is what my option would be, Mm -hmm. you know. So, um, but for me, like, I even think about my girls. I don't even want them to get married until they're at least 30. I know Mm -hmm. that sounds old, but I feel like they will know what they're called to do. Mm -hmm. One thing that really helped me get out of the marriage was, um, God's covenant with me is greater than the institution and covenant of my marriage. Mm-hmm. When I get to heaven, he's not going to say, okay, where's your husband or where's your marriage certificate? <laughs> he's saying, what did you do with your, your deeds? Mm-hmm. So that is what really helped me to silence every, all my ancestors, yeah. <laughs> silence, the ancestors. silence the ancestors and mm-hmm. get out because I'm like, I'm here being stagnant literally mm-hmm. because I'm just trying to survive in this thing. Mm-hmm. So as soon as, literally, as soon as I got divorced, everything started flowing. Mm-hmm. All my gifts, all the talents. Um, McCola really took off, you know, actually the formation of mm-hmm. it um, at that point. So it's important who you marry because marry the wrong person, you can go to hell like yeah. that. You know, mm-hmm. somebody will take somebody out, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. at one yep. point. Um, but marriage is a beautiful thing when it's with the right person. It is. Mm-hmm. Man, that's so beautifully said. 
Um, because you're exactly right. You know, you can, you can, some of us, we idolize the institution and yeah. not him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And it's like, God is more important. Jesus right. is more yeah. important than the institution. Yeah. And, you know, the society that we live in, you know, it's like we idolize marriage mm-hmm. and we forget about yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you can't have a healthy marriage without healthy people. Absolutely. And yeah. health isn't just us agreeing on everything, but it's us working on our issues, our challenges mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and separately, mm-hmm. being able to grow and develop and and con- continuously evolve and, and, and all those different things throughout the courses of life. But the moment I stop growing because the other person is holding me back. Right. Mm-hmm. I've now fallen out of alignment with That's God. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And vice versa. That is it. Period. And so, you know, <laughs> you know, I like how you brought up um, you know, I'm willing to submit. Like my heart is ready to submit. Mm-hmm. But bruh, I got to know where you're going. I got to know what you're doing. I literally asked one point. I was like, you know, one could chase a thousand, two should chase 10,000, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what are we chasing, bro? What we chasing? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we I didn't get married to play patty cake. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we chasing? What are we doing? Yeah. Man. And no answer. So that's why I'm like, you have no vision for this family. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wow. Boom. Man. Revelation that just hit me was like, so one to chase a thousand, two to chase 10. Mm-hmm. So whenever you decided to get out of that marriage, and to really fight for yourself and fight for your life, that's you chasing. Mm, that's you know good. what I mean? That's, that's good. you chasing. Yeah. You know, when we talk about that's you good. silencing the ancestors, that's yeah. you chasing. Yeah. Because a lot of times we, you know, us as, you know, culture folks, yes, yeah. we love the culture, but sometimes we idolize culture more than God. Absolutely. Mm. And that's heavy in the Nigerian community. Mm. Mm-hmm. Heavy. Mm. It's like... If you have scripture, if you have the cultural traditions, they would put the cultural traditions above scripture, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. But yeah, girl, you've been chasing. You've been chasing your thousand. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. So you know, continue chasing your thousand. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, I don't know when what year you guys uh, separated, but like, I'm sure you've had time divorced. to heal. Divorced. I'm sorry. <laughs> period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> done. It's ended. It's divorced. done. Full stop. Oh. Um, but you you don't sound bitter. You don't sound angry. You don't mm-hmm. sound resentful. Um, and I think that's that's beautiful. You know, I because th- it definitely it speaks took to a your while growth. To get there, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I'm sure it did. Yeah, I'm sure it did. But to hear you be able to speak from this place, um, it's only because of what I'm sure you've been through. And I hope that um, women listening will be able to hear that and know that there's still joy. Mm-hmm. There's still hope. You know what I mean? There's still um, there's still also learning that Absolutely. has happened and that's a part of the journey, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. it's a beautiful journey, you know, yeah. as a whole, I would say, um, for me, I'm still learning how to forgive myself mm-hmm. for even entering it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I now have three kids who are in a broken home, mm. but one thing my sister said to me that also helped me was they were already in a broken home mm-hmm. because that's real. We, wow. we did not, Wow. It was broken. Um, we had separate rooms. We didn't talk while in the house. Oh, wow. Um, Sika, that's Living so sad. under the same room, our means of communication was text and email. Wow. Oh, my or would, goodness. You know, go up to his room or something to talk. You know what I mean? That's crazy yeah. to say. So they were already seeing that dynamic. And my second child, like, loves love already at her little age. <laughs> <laughs> loves love. Um, and, you know, already envisioning her 
wedding and marriage Aww. and things like that. So I was like, I don't want this to be the example for her. Yeah. yeah. You know, and my parents are still married, happily married, 36 years. Wow. So, 36. And I saw, Let's go. You know, <laughs> I saw their friendship as the bedrock of their relationship. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, this can't be the example because I'm going to start a legacy of broken homes if this is how it's going to be if I stay here. So, yeah. Wow. That's so hard. Like, my heart is like sad. You know, like, mm-hmm. I know like, that that's your past. Mm-hmm. And so for you, it's like, oh, girl, I'm here now. But yeah. like, it's fresh for us. Yeah. And like, you taking yeah, us. I don't know the other side of this track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fresh. Yeah. yeah. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. are your DMs open? Are you Girl. like, you know, do we aspire marriage? I mean, she mentioned dating apps, so I oh, ain't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, absolutely, I do aspire for marriage. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a key thing for our community mm-hmm. to have strong community. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, that's. My first one, I don't even consider that a marriage. It was a wedlock, like yeah. I said. You just, I understand now. An emphasis on lock. Emphasis on lock. I got you down. Don't so, let me out. Listen, that was my, that was, that sang me softly to bed, you know? Yeah. That was my, that was my lullaby. But um, I, I do aspire for marriage, um, taking it very seriously this time because mm-hmm. I do, I, me to this day, I don't even believe in divorce, but. It's something that I had to yeah, do yeah. Um, just for my livelihood and my my kids. But I do aspire for that. The DMs, are they open? Um, I don't know. It That's depends. Okay. You know, it depends. I'm mm-hmm. open to dating, yes, mm-hmm. but it's wild out here. It is. You know, I've heard. It's yeah. crazy. Okay, so if y'all, I'm pointing the camera. If y'all come <laughs> to seek us DMs with that foolishness, we're going to find oh, out. So don't come in there with <laughs> no foolishness. Don't, don't come in there playing. playing. Okay, if you're not talking about no marriage, don't be talking about That's nothing. Hilarious. If you ain't got no vision, Listen, don't sit down. No purpose, Please. nothing. No vision, no purpose, no nothing. Yeah, no, I, you ain't getting no response. <laughs> Absolutely none. Funny. So are you going to allow your daughters to date? I will. At and what age? I'm just curious. At what age? Um, I would say high school, um, probably like sophomore year up. Mm-hmm. Date, no sex, but yeah. yeah. Get to know, like, to what know do you even like? What you like. What are some non-negotiables for you? And how are you? you? <laughs> so, you know, like, we always talk about the other person, but like, what yes. kind of partner are you what with? What kind of person are you? Are <laughs> when you? you're dating somebody. L- listen. Like, do yeah. you have abusive tendencies? Are yeah, you a bully? That's real. That's yes. real. Yeah. Are you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Man. But I love that your daughters have... Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they'll remember, but they. I. you seem pretty open to mm-hmm. share, like, you know the right time and stuff Mm -hmm. of course you know that this is where mom has been you know this is what i've seen right and they have that to look at as like you know strength and um you said like so they have their aunt who's married right Mm -hmm. did you say that and then they have their grandparents like they have examples examples. very good examples yeah yeah Yeah. definitely they do and they have and you said he's a great dad to Mm -hmm. them so they have like they have their their dad right um, and there's no bitterness i think that's really helped in their healing is that there's no animosity between me and my ex Mm -hmm. um a tradition i grew up with is whenever somebody has a birthday we'll all go out to eat Mm -hmm. as a family so that's something that i'm still trying to keep up Mm -hmm. um he's in the dating streets you know he's he has somebody um, so I don't know how it'll be going forward, but oh, that's yeah. something that 
I would love to keep for my girls so that yeah. they still have that yeah. kind of family bond. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's a Man. very smooth co-parenting situation. That's so good. That's not a <laughs> I common don't see story. Him at all. It's not. It's not a common story. Like she's saying it and she's smiling, y'all. Like she's like, yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I can sense it. Yeah. You know, like I she's not joking. It. Like, like it's like, yeah, we've got it. We got it down. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? How? Like, it's just. How did y'all get to that point from, not you know, from the not talking separate, separate rooms and still being able to peaceably co-parent well? Like I would say it's an extension of that because that's how we were operating before. Uh, so we uh, didn't really communicate. We didn't really talk. Um, there was no feelings that like all. on the table where it's like, oh, we got to heal from that at least. Right. It's like we've right. been doing this. At all. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this. Mm-hmm. So it was just now we're in two different homes. This is the same thing we were doing before. Two different rooms. Yeah. So, you know, um, most people who'd be listening, they'd be like, but, but like, she ain't got a therapy or nothing. She was just at church every Sunday. Like, (laughs) how is she able to process all of this stuff? Like, what happened? Um, which is funny. We did do, uh, couples therapy. Um, there was this one older, um, black man who was our final counselor. He's like, I wish y'all came to me six years ago. We wouldn't even be here. Like he saw that it was not mm. even going to work. And I think that's his wisdom because mm. he was an older gentleman. <laughs> like, you say, y'all we, should don't even, we don't even need to have this discussion. But um, <laughs> there's nothing to fix <laughs> here. Y'all just need to go. Like, y'all have my blessings. <laughs> y'all have my blessings. But um, that to answer your question, Spoon, I think. Being a Christian and having to go through this, that's something that I had to reconcile with God. Mm. Um, because I'm like, I literally tried to do everything that you said I should do. Yeah, I went into this as that good Christian girl, you know, mm-hmm. but um, that's where you have to learn, like, his ways are really not your ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the importance of, again, hearing from him, because... I said I never had a red flag. I had a whole red banner the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I ignored all the red flags, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just a blaring banner. But that was even me being disobedient again. Because mm-hmm. if I listened to my intuition, a woman's intuition, I feel the Holy Spirit most times, I would have known and I wouldn't have agreed and, you know, moved things mm-hmm. further. So mm-hmm. it's that part's still yeah. a healing for me. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Man, I get that. I'm like... Sometimes, you know, the culture or the tradition is just louder than the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It surely yeah. is. It surely and, and, you know, you talk about how you did everything right. You did what you were supposed to do. You did what your parents said, too. <clears throat> and like, it's like, well, God, I did everything that I was supposed to do. But then as we get older, we realize we did everything that they said that we were supposed right. to do, not what God right. had called for us to do. And so there's a mis a misunderstanding <laughs> or a miscommunication or confusion between what we were groomed to do mm-hmm. and culture says that we should do. And God is like, you checked all their boxes. Mm-hmm. You didn't do, you know, what I've called for you to do. That reminds me. me. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, the whole deliverance from med school thing. So when he said that I did go back to my apartment and I was, you know, going through my little fighter verses and I was, I went to the script. I fighter verses, fighter verses. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that pulled me through. 
But um, there was one, I forgot the exact place, but it says, you will perfect all that which concerns me. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, what? God, you said you will perfect all that which concerns me. And then again, this is the second time I heard him speak. He was like, no, 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 no. I said, I'll perfect that which concerns you. I didn't concern you with medicine. Ooh. You concerned yourself with that. Mm. So I was like, ooh. Oh. oh, okay. Okay. You just got to sit down on that one, like I, I, you know, fighting, right? So right. I sat all the way down, <laughs> several seats, crossed my legs. <laughs> Ooh. I was like, "What else you got to say?" Right? Yeah. <sighs> Oof. Several yeah, seats. Yeah, I felt that one for you. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. You just got to take that. Yeah. Okay. Violence okay. after you that. Right. I was like, yes, you're right. You're right. You are. Yes, right. Father. <laughs> Yes, father. I'm gonna yes, work on that. You, you know, Mm-mm-mm. he's father at that, that father. point. Like, yes, father. Right. <laughs> All caps, bold, yes. underline. Yo, yes, Lord. That yeah. is, you know, I really love that because you talk about how you hear from God, and a lot of people hear God for other people, mm. but you've been hearing God for yourself, mm. which is. Um, very countercultural because everybody got a word, a prophetic right, utterance, right. or whatever for other folks. But you know, every time I hear you talk about what how you heard God, you've always heard God for you. Mm-hmm. And throughout this entire conversation, you never say, "Well, God told me I need to tell my ex husband, right. blah 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 blah, tell him this, tell him that." And that was just, me, but that I would have been proper lying at that yeah. point, like <laughs> big proper lying. <laughs> that would have been a whole problem. I, I really admire that. I really yeah. do admire that and respect that. That Thank you've you. always heard God for yourself first. Yeah, had to. Yeah. I'll be in some different streets. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so. man. Um, where we at? I don't know. I have one question that's going to take us back. It's just one question. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, how long between you getting added to the family group chat and then the actual proposal or or marriage? Like, like what was that timeline? So, from the group chat to... (laughs) um, Was there even a proposal? (laughs) That's why I did. I put it in air quotes because because your father-in-law already said... (laughs) Listen, if I could flip around... (laughs) that's the question that's the question but um so within two months we were basically um kind of engaged officially and Mm then um other things like the rings and stuff came i think like six months after that wow and then you were married so the uh, wedding happened like a year and a half later because they wanted me to finish my degree oh of course Mm -hmm. right Get your get your, your degree still, and then your MRS that's degree. That's still top so, priority. Listen, literally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you were engaged two months after knowing somebody that you really weren't even feeling like that. Mm-hmm. You Man, didn't even I know. I don't recommend you, it. You didn't even know if you liked him. I didn't. I, I knew I didn't. Oh, well, okay. oh, I knew I didn't. By, I just by thought two we months, would grow knew. together. Yeah. Wow. I thought it, we would grow out of it. <laughs> Hoping for culture to come through for you. Listen, it failed me. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. It's a beautiful culture. I mean, yeah, you know. Some aspects of it. Is that when you say, I was hoping that we would grow, you know, we would grow into love or it would work itself out. Mm-hmm. Is that how you were able to suppress the red flags? Because mm-hmm. you said that it wasn't just like flag on the plate. It was like a big banner. red banner. Like yeah, you knew. Limp, you, you, know, felt, <laughs> you felt it. You saw it. You knew yeah. it. But that that idea was mm-hmm. what helped you. Yeah. Too. And I think a lot of most is it's changing now with like our generation. Mm-hmm. But elder you know my parents generation and above 
they didn't marry for love. They married either for like um, economic reasons yeah. or, you know, things along those lines. So yeah. love was something that, okay, you either grow into it or it's just not there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was hoping that we would just grow into it, you mm-hmm. know, and eventually learn to like each other. But <laughs> man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take us back. Oh, I really yeah. just was wondering. No, it's that. okay. It's good. No, that's cool. Yeah. Two months. Yeah, I was at two months. I was still trying to figure out if I was, if I was ready to really get out the streets or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Man, wow. You have any other questions? Oh, I think I think I got it. Everything, Sika. What about you? Anything else that you feel compelled to share? Um, Gems to yeah. drop? Oh my gosh, putting me on the spot. I no, I I wouldn't say so. I just mm-hmm. feel like. Um, really your purpose and your passion will supersede everything. If you know what you're called and gifted to do, Yeah, do that. And what's the example in the Bible? Some woman was working and that's when, was it Leah? Was it Rachel? Who was working? Or Isaac. Isaac's Rebecca, mm. right? Yeah, Rebecca. Um, you know, she was working. She was about her father's business. And yeah. then her help me, or her man came, yeah. up, came along. Mm-hmm. So um, again, being... The fact that marriage, you guys should be chasing something together. Mm-hmm. Be about your business. Be about your purpose. And then that's when people who are, are aligned with you in the same vision and the same line will join you. And, you know, that's where partnerships and love and all that can come into play. Mm-hmm. I love that. You're, so you're focused. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like this, yes, God, I desire marriage. Or, yes, you know, Lord, I would like to see this. But... God, I'm I'm filled with purpose and passion right, right now, and I'm on the path that you have for me. And I I trust that as I, you know, am on the path that I'm supposed to, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to, that you're gonna meet me along the way with yeah. what what I'm desiring. Yeah, you know, I want to have a little TikTok of my man. Welcome yes, to- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't put that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely gonna be in there. <laughs> yeah, but no, seriously. But yeah, you know that scripture. You know, he who finds a wife. Mm-hmm. And how she how can she be found if she's not about exactly. father's business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where he'll find her or should find her. Mm. Man, that's it. Yeah. I was just going to ask what Sika got going because she mentioned all these great entrepreneurial yeah, you know, you know, endeavors. She, and so she got everything happening. We're going to put it in the description, but I want you to talk about it. You know sure. what? Well, very excited that this year, by God's grace, Makola will be dropping. Um, and Makola is comes from a Yoruba adage, which means the child brings wealth home. So for Black people, we've built everything for For everybody. everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, It's time for us to focus on ourselves, build our own communities, create our own ecosystem, Mm -hmm. and just grow from that and have something that we can pass on to our children's children. So I'm excited about that. The marketplace should be dropping in June of 2024. The podcast, our first season, we just shot the finance section called Common Sense. Okay. It's where we take stories from entrepreneurs uh, related to their business and personal finances, shed light on that so that other people can it's learn. Rich. It's rich. It's a lot it of wealth and, in yeah, that. Apply it to their own lives. Um, so that would be dropping next month. Woo-hoo. So excited about those two platforms, Macola and Macola Media House. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And... I was just blessed to be a part of the project. Yes, he was. I was just so blessed to be a part of it. Because while, while I was recording, I'm listening. Yeah, he, I'm would, he would come home like, baby, they was talking about such, such, such. And I really was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, really got, it really got me stirred. 
And so I know for a fact it's going to be a blessing to you guys as well who are listening um, yeah. when you guys get a chance to. And we're going to share it. We're going to blast it for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. To you guys. But yeah, really good stuff. Sika, yeah. thank you for stopping thank by. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, it was such a blessing to hear your story. It was. And, it really was. Know, I mean, we've, we've had conversations before, but like to get to know each other on a deeper level like this, so so organic and and everything uh i just love and appreciate you so much thank you are an awesome person thank you i appreciate it. yeah y'all are too yeah beautiful family now just gotta meet your girls and then it'll be complete yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. be, yeah be. <laughs> we'll have play dates yes yeah. yes because you have one that's gonna be two, About to be two. so mm-hmm. same with us so they're right there together boom there it is <laughs> Um, anything else? Um, uh, Sika, where can they find all the all of your stuff? Um, well, you can find Macola at Macola underscore official on all social media handles. Mm. Um, and then Macola Media House on all social media channels. And how you spell that? M A K O L A A. Okay, got you. Two A's at the yeah, end. Yeah, two A's at the end. All right, it's gonna be in the description too and on the screen, y'all, yeah. uh, for you guys. And if you decide to listen, then you just gonna have to listen or rewind it or something if you missed the spelling <laughs> but um yeah this was good baby this, this was really so good, good. yeah it was really good yeah. so again Sika thank you thank so you. much for hanging out with us and until next episode we'll see you guys later be easy peace thank y'all so much for tapping in with the left hand gang podcast be sure to follow like subscribe and rate us and lastly please don't forget to check out our website that's lefthandgang.co for merch and ways to stay connected catch you next episode gang